This is Audrey Cooper. I'm an assistant metro editor for the San Francisco Chronicle, and you're listening to Chronicle Podcast. Excellent. Okay, so we welcome to the 45th TV Talk Machine podcast with uh, Question Boy Joe Garofoli and Manny, Manning the Knobs. I think we're going to have here a stellar, stellar podcast of calls and emails, and all of them will be... It was all America all the time. All on, America. On, on Tuesday, to, yeah. we had a very international flavor to Ugh, the podcast. Did we not? Yes. Yes. And now in the honor of John, now in the honor of John Adams and the <laughs> great men who founded this country and s- broke away from the Brits... We are only going to do Americans. And this podcast will be as boring as John Adams, the miniseries. <laughs> Rob from Parts Unknown. Oh, damn to, it, Rob! As a sad but unrelenting trend he wants to talk about. Hi, Tim. I enjoyed your comments about New Amsterdam and your ruminations about why it doesn't work. Ruminations. Yes. I didn't see the first episode, but your review could apply to so many recent shows. Great ideas with poor writing. And, as it seems, no thought of what happens after the first episode. <laughs> like our podcast. <laughs> we don't even have any writing. No. <laughs> Heroes. No Heroes is like that for me. Great ads for each show, but the characters are not only disposable, they are flat and lifeless. Mm-hmm. I gave up after the first few weeks. Bionic Woman is like that, too. Great cast. Expectations of better effects than the 1970s original. And then... Not only do they revert to the cheesy slow motion of the original, <laughs> but they forget cardinal rule number one of Josh Whedon. Guys do like to see... I'm sorry. Guys do like to see girls kick ass, but they want to believe it's real. Buffy was fun to watch, kicking vampires, because Josh Whedon choreographed the fights and Sharon Michelle Geller learned the oh, movie. <laughs> you're, you're, it's you're, too long. It's a death roll. It's a death roll. This is oh a show God. killer. Right and, on Holy Week, I feel like Christ it going, is not, up, <laughs> going on, on the stations of the cross. Here. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? It's not his the message. Yeah. You just need some water yeah. or something. You're just you're, <laughs> you're parched. I think it's... This is post-lunch. We <laughs> usually we do this before it's lunch. That's true. We were thrown off by the BBC. Yeah. Uh, here she had to stand for the Oh, yeah, please continue. <laughs> We'll be done in another hour or so. <laughs> sure, she had to stand in for the heavy lifting, but we saw enough of her swinging her own arms and kicking her legs so that we could suspend disbelief when her stand-in was a little faster and bigger. No such luck in the bionic woman. She looks mean, jumps slow motion over a fence, and then the bad guy's dead. Same for Moonlight. It's as if TV execs now behave the way Silicon Valley investors did before the dot-com crash several years ago. Someone with no track record comes to them with a great, though thinly sketched idea and promises of, we can work the details out later, and the execs give them bags of money, hoping for the best. (laughs) Sadly, the much better semi-sci-fi shows like Chuck or Kyle XY get all but ignored. Rob, if he's still living somewhere. My goodness. (laughs) Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was dreadful. <laughs> you always have such a dreadful question reading on your show, Tim. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's, uh, let's hope the BBC isn't listening for that. Let's say, now let's, now let's just tape over that interview. <laughs> Is that what they do for a living? <laughs> you know what they actually did tell me? Why, why do you have somebody reading questions when they can't read? Wow, really? Just <laughs> It's like you're drunk. You're just tripping over that like, at every turn. <laughs> Uh, and you've got a big old pitcher of water right in front of you. 
Oh, wow. That was that took a lot out of you, that one. <laughs> you know my favorite part of that was? was looking at your face halfway through, and you just give it up. You just mailed it in. There was no vocal inflections, nothing. You were just like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh, 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 God, I'm sure this isn't going to be as remotely funny to anybody out there as it is to me looking at you re- reading that. Uh, what was his question again? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Which, which one of the dozens? In it? Mostly observational. Oh. It's, it's basically uh, why there's so many shows with the, that are on a thinly oh, sketched yeah. idea. Then, yeah, and then they get out there. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah, no one thinks beyond. Well, it's because they, a lot of networks will ask for a five-year plan. You want to be able to tell them a, a five-year plan from beginning to end. That's what they want to see, especially if there's mythology involved into it. But I think in like the case of... Uh, uh, Bionic Woman, they were just selling a franchise. They didn't really have to do much more. To, they didn't really think that out. Um, a lot of these things, don't, they don't think it out. And even if they do think it out, hell, if it gets popular, it ends up changing anyway, like Lost. But um, I, I will continue our trend in this podcast of bringing all questions back. All, all extraneous information comes back to the emails. This is good. Uh, just got in the mail today. The, uh, it's st- stunning to me. The uh, Bionic Woman... DVD box set. Sure, it just came on the air. It just came on the air. Not only that, people are still... I'm getting emails people saying, is this show is this show coming back? People don't even know if the show's coming back and the DVD box set has hit my desk all five hours of it because they only aired like five episodes. I was going to say, how many episodes? Did they give you the whole season? That is the whole season. It's well, not going to come back. They're not coming back. Well, that, if the fate is, uh, fate is undetermined, but I don't think it's going to come back. I mean, it's just... It, they failed and I was right in my review. See, the question earlier about do you look back? No, I didn't look back because I'm never wrong. Oh my god! I call I call that. By, yeah, I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> wow. But that bionic woman thing, I called that. That was just dreadful. Yes. Um, Ooh, Eric, is, is this shorter? Oh, slightly. Uh, are you ready for this? You got enough water? Yeah. Eric from San Leandro is feels sorry for the deaf. Like many gyms, my gym has a big TVs hanging from the ceiling for our viewing pleasure while we are getting in shape. The TVs have no sound. You can listen in on machines by plugging in your headphones into a box. So all the TVs have closed captioning for the hearing impaired. We've been to gyms. We know how it works. All right, move along. Back in the 80s. (laughs) Uh, I am just appalled (laughs) by the assistancy of what is being typed out on the screen. The misspells, the typos, the general poor interpretation of what's being spoken would really confuse me if I were, quote, hearing impaired. Ah, hmm. I admit I never gave much thought to the captioning. I always assume that once a show is produced, the script or transcript is then made into captioning. And only live so- shows, such as news, would understand the ma- any mistakes, as I imagine some poor soul typing their fingers off, trying to keep up. And yet, <laughs> I have found some news shows better captioned than most, say, established sitcoms. How is this done? And why can't the deaf get a better deal than this? Gelman! <laughs> Look at that. Was that first? Yeah. Our first uh, advocate for the deaf. Yes, and it was Regis. Regis. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Angry Regis. He's Angry always Regis. had a soft spot for the deaf. He is. You know what? He's always there for the good causes. Uh, I do believe people actually are typing along as it happens. That's how, the only way to explain the typos. And also the only way to explain like live things, like news events. Um, maybe on other ones they can send a script in and then they, they do it uh, in advance. But yeah, I always see it typing as it, as it happens, and it's almost phonetically rather than, uh, you know, it's kind of a hooked-on phonics version of, uh, of that. A lot of shorthand, a lot of misspellings. Yeah, it's really, I think that the deaf, 
are being are being uh, uh, shafted, given the shiv once again right. by the public, because now they're we're treating them like illiterates. They really, they read Absolutely. this stuff and then yeah. It's, you know the, the one the one good thing about being deaf. What you can't hear this. <laughs> you can't hear this podcast. That's right. Because if we had to type out everything that we were saying, it would be yeah. we'd. The person who's had to do it would be quitting. They would quit. like you why could, you couldn't do it. What's the point of doing? Yeah, this? Who, they, who, you couldn't do it. Ooh. All right, the, this is uh, we're going to have to page uh, tech talk here for this next one. <laughs> is Benny even paying attention anymore? <laughs> you know, to wake Benny up <laughs> for this. This is a semi techish podcast query from Lauren in San Francisco. Hello, Lauren. Hey, Tim. Hi. I, maybe it's, I will take the role of okay, Lauren. Yeah, okay, yeah, why not? You be hey. Lauren. Okay. Hey, okay. Tim. Oh, hi, Lauren. <laughs> I'm writing in response to the Split Cop podcast issue, but not for the reason you might think. I, like the reader from last Tuesday, also download the cast from iTunes and listen on my iPad. And I'm sure that there are many people at the gym who wonder what the hell I find so funny. And we do, too. Yeah, we do. We, we, <laughs> she's got the wrong she, podcast, <laughs> clearly. However, while the first part of the podcast comes through fine, the second half never shows up on iTunes, despite my subscription. Ooh. Oh. I'm unsure whether this is an iTunes issue or a Chronicle issue. Or a and Benny I, issue. <laughs> now, we, now we know what the problem is. Are both portions of the podcast made available to iTunes regularly? Maybe this is a question for Mr. Evangelista. Mr. Evangelista. Mr. Evangelista. Oh, if hey. If so, and we, Did both you hear said that? It, we both said it right. Yeah. And, we, and Mr. with Evangelista. Mr. Run. Mr. Evangelista. <laughs> From the moan. Uh, if so, feel free to pass me along the chain of command. Any answers appreciated. Thanks. And keep up the great work. Wow. <laughs> and where is she from? San Francisco. Lauren from San Francisco. All right. Writing on company time, it looks like. Oh, well, don't, nice. you know, yeah, that's nice. Because good. Uh, good. Uh, well, I will just say before Benny answers, <laughs> Benny's looking at me like, why are you talking? You clearly don't know under this. I want to do two things. I'm going to blame Benny. And I want to say this problem wouldn't have happened for her if we didn't split the podcast in two. Yeah. All so right. Now, what's the real answer? Well, actually, I don't know. I, this is the first oh. time I've heard this problem come up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all our feeds go out uh, through the iTunes, through iTunes, right. and um, nobody's ever said it, it hasn't before. But then again, if it doesn't come through, nobody would tell us because it didn't get through. They wouldn't know we were so, doing two parts, right? Yeah, it, I'll have to defer to the folks at SF Gate to maybe research the problem. Oh, that'll fix it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Should we blame Marcus? Yeah, Marcus Chan, another screw up from the top. <laughs> another management screw up from Marcus Chan. You know the great thing is Marcus never listens to this either. No, he doesn't. He's King of the podcast, big overseer of the podcast. Never, never listens. You like, can call him a name right now, and he would never hear <laughs> he about it. He would never I mean, do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, we'll have to research that because it, it should go out. If the first podcast of the week goes out, the second one should go out too. There should be no other reason. Right. We got to fix that because that is one of our seven listeners or eight now. I think we've added her. She's new. You are not even paying. Look at you! You're not look, even paying attention to I'm me. I'm just looking at this next letter, which is another one for get comfortable, everyone. Oh, is it a long one? Yes. All right, I just I'll just noticed the last line is thanks and sorry for this long letter. Oh, okay. Well, before let's before we start, then let's do what we did last time, where I repeatedly interject uh, during the thing, and it, it's much it's much better that okay. way. Okay. Yeah. This is Jason. Hey, Jason from Chicago. Chicago. Yes. Greetings, Tim and company. It's Jason <laughs> writing to you from Chicago. Hey, Jason from Chicago. Oh, you might have addressed this already in one of your columns, and I missed it. But no I was wondering it. if the Goodman household, the Goodman household, has already officially switched to high-definition television yet. And if so, what do you think? We are a uh, half-and-half household. 
We have the big screen Chronicle Bot television downstairs, which is HD. Uh, and then upstairs, we're back in standard def. I received my first HD TV for Christmas this year. And although I was already familiar with what the quality was going to be like, because of seeing, already seeing lots of high-def TV in stores and bars. In strip clubs. Yeah. It was not in stores. <laughs> so it goes to, like, what, Sears and just watches TV there? And you might. Sears in Chicago. Sears Tower. That's right. Oh, man. We are on this one. I was not used to having this high quality of, t of TV in my home all the time every single day. I found recently that I will even gravitate to crap like Las Vegas when bored. Ooh. Now that I own this Ooh. HDTV, just because the episodes look so freaking sweet on it. <laughs> A situation nice. I would never have had back with my cruddy old analog television. I was wondering if you've had experiences like this yourself. We are watching more empty-headed yet good-looking shows <laughs> Now, just for the wowness that comes with high definition. Are you find yourself watching more? Crap? I do. Uh, yes. Well, we did watch at the beginning. We watched pretty much anything uh, that was in HD, including uh, there was some kind of crazy, like uh, uh, a lot of stuff in the Discovery Channel, of course. And, I, and I, you know me, I'm not a big animal lover. How about porn? Does that look better on uh, HD? I have never seen porn in HD, but I would assume it's. I would assume it's probably worse. Really? Because you were showing well, the flaws. Well, well now, this, now this is really a tech talk question because Benny, porn does porn look better on, on high def TV? Well, I, I, not that I have any personal knowledge of this, of course. No. no. But apparently it is a concern. <laughs> it is a concern in Hollywood that uh, actresses don't look good, uh, actors and actresses don't look as good in HD. They so have they to have, change to have the special makeup, makeup yeah. artists for it. Yeah. So I assume they have to do the same thing for the porn industry. But well, then again, there's only so much makeup you can put on. That's true. And the porn industry, this is actually true. I know you're thinking I'm going to make a joke here. But the porn industry is, is sort of leading this because they're moving to H HD. So they're really working out all the kinks that are going to happen. <laughs> I waited a little pause after kinks to, to, to Hollywood's going to have the same problem. And, you know, it's true. A lot of actors have, uh, you know, like um, whatever. they got some problems that need to be covered up, I guess. Some imperfections. I saw Bob Costas on the... Um on something recently on, on high def. I don't have high def. But, yeah. Uh, I saw him at a, at a friend's place, and oh my God, he looked like he was just totally caked up with makeup. Yeah. He just looked real. It was frightening. I, I think it they was have to I'm a Costas fan. Yeah. You two look alike. Even. We're actually the same size. Yeah. You, yeah. You two like, you could be like, you two little uh, Bantam weights getting really <laughs> shoulder off. But yeah, I think that that is a, a that's a pressing issue going forward. And uh, we watched anything we could in HD at the time. Now I'm a little less. Uh, I'm a lo I love it. In fact, I want the whole house now to be flat screen HDs. Um, kind of trying to bring that up with the boss, but you yeah, know, not, not, going not a good time in not the industry. Yeah. He says, "He said, Tom, uh, I would love to." <laughs> You're the movie critic, right? <laughs> so, no, I, you know, I want it to all be HD, but um, sometimes out of laziness, we watch stuff in it and in standard def. Well, here's part two of Jason's uh, question. Part two. Yes. This is almost like as longer than John Adams. This. <laughs> nice. Nice. Also, do you think the coming proliferation of cheap, free digital broadcast channels are going to put a dent in traditional basic cable? That is, those cable stations that accept advertising, adhere to FCC rules and the like. Here in Chicago, for example, we just had a new free broadcast station open, channel 26.3. <laughs> <laughs> which is going to air the same smart reruns from the 60s, 70s, 80s that places like TV Land and Nick at Night currently do. Do you think we're going to see a rash of new, hyper-specific network stations pop up around the country now that the digital explosion is finally upon us? And do you think... Uh, this is... 
<laughs> Didn't we talk about a moratorium on digital TV is, questions? That this is going to change the way the non-premium cable channels do business. Jason, with too much time on his hands <laughs> in Chicago. In the Windy City. Who do you know in Chicago? Oh, you, many friends. In really? Chicago. Yes, many friends. And do they call it Chai Town? No one who lives there. It's no. like us calling it... Uh, San, San Fran or Frisco, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let. Uh, no, I don't think there's going to be that. Uh, whatever he said, I don't think that's going to happen. No, because you still have to pay for content. I don't. You you, you can't just like just because you have a digital channel doesn't mean you can actually like start running all these like off brand shows. You got to buy them first. So no, I don't. I, I don't know what's going to happen to it. I don't know why PBS is going to own like ten thousand different uh, stations. I mean, they're going to. Oh, they I mean, not like stations. Several layers. Of several layers, and you, and you can watch stuff. It's more of like an on-demand thing, and you can watch it when you want, and they'll be able to uh, have higher quality stuff. And I, I, ideally, you'd say more more content will get on because there's more space. I don't buy that idea. All right, this is the person did not even. Oh, it's Trey. I don't know. That's I Trey. Think this is, an, is, this, this is a, yeah. I, I'm wondering if we actually answered this question before. Does it sound familiar, Trey? No. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ed Goodman burps a lot during his podcast, and let's go to that. That right was actually now. an inhale of, uh, you know, post-lunch inhale. Have you addressed the movement and subsequent failure of Half-Life from the net to the networks and the ramifications of that failure, if any? I guess my more direct question is this. Can a serious bread on the net... A se- oh, Christ. <laughs> and this serious- is a short question. This is like four lines... <laughs> and you're like you're like falling down like a drunk at a I don't know what St. Patrick's Day. Oh hey oh, <laughs> can a series bread on the net ever move up and generate revenue streams worthy of a substantial initial investments into projects developed for the web? I think what uh, Trey meant was um, quarter life, not half life. Quarter life. Yes. Uh, uh, no, quarter life was a, was a uh, uh, I believe the word would be unmitigated disaster. Words. Plural. It's um, it came out. It, it, first of all, it was developed for television, so it has a sheen right. unlike what you see on, on by former on, television like, producers. Yeah, like very famous Herskowitz, and so it's like, mm, yeah, come on, these guys, Zwick and Herskowitz are like you know, thirty something. They've done all kinds of stuff. They're they're pros. So they put it on. It was developed for ABC. They ended up putting it on NBC, and uh, it debuted for I think just under or right at three million people, which I think we've just discussed before. It just means you're fired. That's that's awful. That's terrible. They pulled it off after one airing. Put it on I think Bravo, and then taken it off Bravo now too. So uh, I I think the crossover. I think I think all the content is going to come from television. It's not going to come from the internet. Ideas may become and spun off and developed from TV people, but you're not going to get anything. From, nothing has happened yet other than Quarter Life, which actually doesn't really count because it was developed for television. Coming from the internet to the television. I don't believe that. I so don't think the internet folks are going to do it. So we're not going to see a TV series based on uh, Lonely Girl? No. No. Thank God. I bet. Well, she probably has a development deal. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. On her that, own. Yeah. And that's, the, you know, they, 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 they throw these deals out. Well, you know, reality television. A lot of these people end up in uh, they they get it, make a YouTube video, it gets it becomes a viral thing, and then uh, they get a development deal. Then they put them on reality television, and then they tank. You know, so it's just it's probably cutting the audition process in half for a lot of people. Should we go to some calls? Oh, yes, maybe there'll something. be some maybe there'll be some international calls. Maybe <laughs> maybe there will be. Well, actually, before we go to the calls, I just called up the iTunes uh, program. Yes, and the iTunes Music Store does have both episodes. 
Like of last from last week. So perhaps uh, this is TVTM. Um, I don't know. Letter writer incompetence. What was her, what was her name? Let's let's, let's get her let's, name. Let's, let's you know what you know what no let's let's act like uh uh let's go to her house and fix it. Want to go right now? Yeah, let's go. Okay, we'll be there. Lauren. Lauren, yes. Lauren, well, we Lauren, should, we have coming. her office address. Yeah, Lauren, we'll be there. We'll be there soon. We'll fix it. We're going to fix your computer. And uh, we'll actually do a podcast at your house. And then you'll, we'll recreate the stunning second episode from last week uh, at your house. And then uh, this week you'll be back. <laughs> we'll have to have captioning, though. <laughs> That's right. Yes. And bleeping. All right, Benny, do we have any more calls? <laughs> Anyone not named Anyone Jeremy? Not named Jeremy. Hello, this is Walter from L.A. I uh, love your show, listening... Uh, recently, I heard you whining about callers, so <laughs> I thought I would call in and uh, ask you, when the hell is Avatar coming back? It's been season three, they aired half the season, and they got another half to go, and it's been uh, a couple months since they've aired a new episode, so uh, what the hell? Got all this other crap on. I got idle on three times a freaking week, but uh, where's... Uh, Avatar. Thanks. Tim, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? And that was, that was Walter from L.A. We appreciate the L.A. calls. I think he's from, in, from the industry. I don't know. I, but I, but uh, he is, uh, first of all, I like that he, he attempted to bring the anger, but yeah. it was a little low-key. What the hell? Yeah. Give, him a, give me a little, I'll tell you what, let's we'll, we'll try to redo Walter's call in, uh, in uh, Regis. Tim! <laughs> When's Avatar coming back? What the hell? Okay, well, that's, well, that was that was one third of it. But thank you for that, because you're probably asleep during the other part. Uh, <laughs> Walter did say we were whining for calls, and we were oh, yeah. for a while. Then we got a load of them, and then ah, oh, wow, ah, oh, sorry. That uh, never happens on fighting talk. That never, we never dropped the s bomb on fighting talk. Uh, and then we got a bunch of them. Is that better? And and, and now we now we're back to a minimum amount. I don't know the answer, but everybody had said that many times. <laughs> Do you think Colin Murray ever says that on, on Fighting Never. Talk? Uh, I don't know the answer. Uh, they did only air half of the uh, season, and then a lot of people complain, like, what happened? I do know that if you're, if you're making uh, cartoons, uh, that the season's kind of willy-nilly. I mean, same thing with uh, Backyardigans. You show one, then there's 20 re- repeats, and then there's... Are you laughing at me for liking Backyardigans? <laughs> backyardigans. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is that, uh, it's not, that's not past your cool test? Your kids are too old for that? <laughs> you know what? I, ha- I happen to know that my goddaughter would love it. I think she has watched it, yeah. Oh, I saw, okay, saw, they were watching it the other day. Yeah, oh, I just so, always oh. laugh at the name Backyardigans. Yeah. It, makes, it makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even I want to know I thought it was a show about people with big butts. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you get that? The big Backyardigans. Oh, man. That is... Uh, I was disappointed when I tuned in. I, I'm with you. I, I like a little junk in the trunk, too, but not on my kid shows. <laughs> no, not on my kid shows. Not on my like. kid shows, but I, I like a Diego, little bit... Diego, why is my butt so big? <laughs> Can you was tell that, me? Was that Dora, that was Dora talking about her ass? Oh, we're just, oh, wow. Well, that's a different kind of show. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Do we have any more calls? Is there anything we can answer? Uh. Hi, this is Marnie from Oakland. And um, I was wondering what you think about the upcoming Battlestar Galactica um, season that's coming up. Because I find myself um, strangely, like, unexcited about it. I've been a really big fan of the series since I caught it on DVD. And then, 
got going with it, but this last half a season that they did last year was just so bad that I'm a little worried that they're not going to be able to sort of close it out. So I was wondering if you had any thoughts on that. Thanks. Wow. Wow. I know, I, I'm going to have to disagree. That's Mar- is Marnie. I think she Mar- said it. Marnie. Marnie from Oakland. Mar- yeah, from Motown. She sounded kind of uh, uh, pixie-ish. Yeah. yeah. Small, cute and small. Marnie. Well, must like you envision all the callers? I know. I, but I did the men as well. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for Colin Farrell to call in. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, equal, op- equal opportunity, lust. You know, not only am I United Nations of lust. You are the all, United Nations of yeah, lust. No for question, many years you have been. No, no question about that. Uh, thank God our wives don't listen to this. Yeah. Uh, but Colin Murray, all of a sudden, I'm, we want him to listen. Yes. Fighting talk. I'm kind of uh, got a man crush on Colin I know. Murray. He's just because he's a professional. Yeah. God, he's good. And he talks about fighting, too. And fighting. And FT. FT. And, and you just know he's an Irish. He's a yeah. good Irish guy. You want to go have drinks with that guy. Yeah. And we're going to talk about golf, though, too. I don't know why we're talking about golf on the show. On the show about fighting and but he had everything rugby on there. and stuff Yeah, he had like rugby. That. And he had made a joke about uh, Germany. It was very funny. Yeah. Um, Marnie from Oakland uh, asks about Battlestar Galactica. Well, I'm excited. I didn't think the last half season was bad. I liked it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for it. I already got the first. She's not going to like this. I got the first four episodes. I haven't watched them yet. I also got a, uh, as a swag part, I might give it to Marnie. She's in Oakland. We're in Oakland. We yeah. can go to we her drop house. it off by her house. We'll do the podcast at her house and drop it over. But I got the uh, as a swag piece. Uh, Battlestar Galactica sent um, uh, or Sci-Fi Channel sent the. Uh, have you seen the promotions this year? No, no. It's kind of like a Last Supper esque photo, kind of like the Sopranos kind of thing, and um, uh, it's it's mounted on a frame and everything. And I'm sure that the Battlestar Galactica people would freak out over that. Uh, signed and numbered, and uh, we'll put it up at somebody's auction for for charity for good kids, um, or Marnie, one of the two. She <laughs> or just like give a it kid. to her. Yeah, yeah. she sounded like pixie-ish. Um, so I'm I'm pumped for it. I actually have not watched the first four episodes, but it's got Grace Park in it. You can't go why wrong with she, that. So why don't understand why she's not excited? She didn't say. Just said. I think no. She did say. I think she said um, that she was she didn't like the, where it was going last mm. year. I, th- I I was really excited about the whole Starbuck revelation and the. And the four secret Cylons. I was way into that. This is your one sci-fi kind of indulgence. Yes, I, I like one. Why this one? I like I like paranormal stuff like Lost, and I like stuff that got mythology like the X Files. But I'm not deep into the sort of geeked out sci-fi. My neighbor Bill is is that. He's my sounding board. I give Bill a lot of my. Uh, I'm sure Sci-Fi Channel would love to hear that. I basically get whatever they give me. Give it to Bill. Hey man, is any of this stuff good? Get back to me. Because uh, I can't so follow Doctor Who. Write, write those <laughs> reviews as Bill yes. as told to Tim Goodman. Yeah, by Bill as told to Tim Goodman. <laughs> so no, I mean, I, yeah, I just yeah, I can't get into Doctor Who and all the spinoffs because I've said this before. You make a mistake on the sci-fi stuff. That's like ten thousand emails. Right. Yeah. You know, no, you were talking about the Vulcans and the Vulcans that don't have the capacity to do any of the inner body transfer. <laughs> <laughs> that was my geek. That was, that was very good. Is that good? Yeah, it was yeah. good. So here's my Comic Con button. I saw that. It's right on the lapel of your robe. Right. Barely, barely, <laughs> barely, barely covering barely. my... No, I'm going to go there. All right, so uh, I think we answered that question just thoroughly. <laughs> Benny, do we have any more calls? We have one more call. I'm not sure if you can answer this one, though. Okay, we have time for one more call. We didn't get our pink section with the TV guide in it. Please, please get back. <laughs> Thank you. Well, another, <laughs> another circulation. Go- you know, this never happens on Fighting Talk. No one calls. No one. No one calls Colin Murray at, at BBC Radio Five or Five Live. If you're over there, no one calls him and asks for like, "Hey, I forgot my Guardian UK. I didn't get my Guardian UK." 
But we yeah. have somehow managed to screw up this woman's delivery where she's not getting her, uh, p- her Sunday know, pink section. The, the thing is, every time someone like that calls, we do go to their house and bring them, uh, the, like in this case, we'll be taking off right now and driving it over a pink section. We sure will. And uh, probably do a podcast from her house as yeah. well. Even and I, I'll, we'll read it, even a couple of stories. Yeah. I'll read uh, some stuff out of the pink section to her. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll read What's in the, the pink section? I don't know. Is that entertainment? I don't, right? know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, not, I'm never in it. I don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it still pink? <laughs> no, it's uh, salmon, I think now. Salmon? <laughs> <laughs> the salmon section. Well, we've pretty much exhausted uh, every possible joke we could ever use. Uh, we did. We were light on the voices this year, this week. It did feel like a year, though, didn't it? <laughs> so, it seems this so. This is like <laughs> podcast lasted a whole year. Yeah, split that, man. He split that in the six every six month chunks. This will be like the John Adams of podcasts. Is, oh, good, nice way to bring it all around. See, we were earlier on in the podcast. We brought everything back. So, uh, John Adams yet again. We will. Th- uh, th- I thank my question boy, Joe Garofoli, and uh, Benny Evangelista, also known as. Mr. Evangelista, Evangelista. Uh, manning the knobs. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, See us next week for episodes 46 through 1000. Oh, yeah, we didn't do our time signal this time. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, well, we we need a bell, clearly. Even if it was a bong hit or something. (laughs) We haven't had any bong hits in this. uh... I tried to do one. No, that was a bong hit. Oh, there was, that's right. There was. And last week there were two bong hits. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him, I heard him. No, I said this week we haven't heard him. Yeah. Oh, I just hit my knee. <laughs> you hurt your knee on yeah, podcasting? I just hit my knee. <laughs> oh. I mean, an injury timeout here. I got it.